there were different levels of creators. There were those that tried to appease women and appeal to women, which never works. That's just stupid. Men, yeah. you're, you're men. You're not a woman. Women can't change men. Men can't change women. Women have to change women and men have to mentor men. That's how it works. You're listening to the premier podcast for men who want to not only be better with women, but want to be better men in general. This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Come On Man. If you haven't done so already, please like, fave, subscribe, hit those notifications. If you are listening on your favorite audio platform of choice, like iTunes or Spotify or whatever, please give us a five-star review and actually write out why you like the show. Um, it, that helps boost us in the algorithm and gets us in front of other men. I had a guy that DM me the other day on Instagram and he said, Hey man, I gave you a, f- a five-star review on iTunes, but I didn't take the time to actually write out why I liked your show. It's like, why? I, I mean, the five stars is nice, but actually writing out why you like the show is kind of a big deal. So anyways, please do that. Also, please leave a comment if you're watching on YouTube. Any comment will do. You can say, Paul, I hate your face. Uh, why did you shave? So I'm, I'm recording this, this intro uh, in October and uh, I just shaved. I was just screwing around one day and I decided to shave it all off. Big mistake. Uh, but in this interview, I recorded it like, you know, month or so ago. So I have the beard. So don't be weirded out when all of a sudden, like I have a beard. Uh, cause that's, that's a thing. There's a space time continuum here. If you're new to the podcast. Um, also I want to give a shout out to the Patreon. There's five tiers available. The lowest tier is only $5, but tier three, you get unlimited tech support for me. So I had a guy at the time of this recording, he uh, he's he's actually in the premium tier, but the premium tier gets everything tier three and above, right? So he reached out to me, he sent me a screenshot of a text that he got from a chick and asked, hey man, what do you think? And so I told him, hey man, do this, say exactly this, and this is why. Uh, so if you want unlimited tech support like that over Telegram, join my Patreon, that's uh, tier three. But like I said, the lowest tier is only five bucks a month. So that's like a cup of coffee. Also, get on my my email list. I'm sending free stickers to people that join my email list. This is my phone. Yeah, I've got one of these flip, these new flip phones. <laughs> but I put this sticker on the back of it. You can get one of the, these stickers and there's two other stickers uh, that you get free of charge. Don't have to pay for postage or anything, just join my email list. The link's in the description or go to list.comeonmanpod.com. Okay. Enough with the plugs, man. Enough with the plugs. <laughs> Joining me this week is a good friend. Uh, we've been friends for quite a while now. He's a fellow TikToker. He goes by Texas Desert Sailor. And uh, at the time of this recording, I think he was on his like seventh or eighth TikTok account because he keeps getting banned. He's a, I would say he's like a, a male men's rights activist type guy, kind of a, I would say MGTOW, but not one of those guys that's like, you know, swears off women altogether, right? He's 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 cool with relationships, just he's just an, an absolute advocate against marriage. 
Uh, we get into that. We talk about some of his online beefs because he's had some uh, quite a few. In fact, with with some people that have been on the podcast, like um, Dave Glazier and uh, the manicured mom, uh, Spunky Millennial. <laughs> just just a few. So we talk about we talk about these people and uh, you know female MRAs and how most of them are chameleons. You know, I don't know if you're familiar with that term. Uh, we talk about all sorts of great stuff, man. Uh, he's a really good dude. He's uh, he's a sailor just like myself. So he's a veteran, um, and he's just a, he's just an all around fun guy. He's he's built up his following, you know, pretty big each time that he's had to restart on TikTok, uh, which is another funny story. So I will bring you that conversation right after these words. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Do you normally follow me on TikTok? I'm guessing you haven't seen me for a while. That's because I've been battling a crushing shadow ban. And I also have an account warning. As most of you know, I got banned over a year ago and it's been a struggle getting back to where I was. And these shadow bans aren't helping. To try to save this account, I've put my TikTok on private and I'm taking a break from TikTok until November. I've even deleted the app. If you wanna see my usual short form content, then please follow me on Instagram. The link is in the description. Again, follow me on Instagram. Also, so TikTok can't pull an Andrew Tate on me, I'm asking people to subscribe to my email list. If you do, I'll give you some cool stickers free of charge with postage paid. I'll put the link in the description for that too, but you could sign up at list.comeonmanpod.com. That's L-I-S-T dot comeonmanpod.com. Get some cool stickers and here's the show. All right, joining me this week is a man that has built, rebuilt, and rebuilt again about seven times or so on TikTok. He's a good <laughs> friend of mine that has joined me for a few episodes of the Mantastic Four last year, but has never been a guest on my show. It's Texas Desert Sailor. What's going on, man? How you doing, Paul? How you doing? <laughs> Actually, doing? I forgot to even Do you even use your name on here? <laughs> I'm sorry. What's that? Do you go by your name on here? I forgot. Oh, I do. Yeah. Yeah. I got people know, but nobody by my name. Yeah. I wasn't sure if I could use your name on here though. So, well, I mean, it's not a secret people on TikTok that, that pay attention to me know it, but, Uh um, it's not something I openly advertise Texas fine. Yeah. Texas works. (laughs) Never can tell. I have, and I also have guys on here just to, while we're shooting the shit, I've had, uh, doctors on here where they're like, like we'll talk about uh, sexuality or something like that. And they're like, uh, can I use a fake name? I don't want people to associate this with my practice and, or like, can we, can we just not, you know, do the video part and it's just do audio only and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, man, like whatever you want. <laughs> well, it's, 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 you know, it's not even that I care about me. Yeah. I, I stand for what I believe in. I have no problem with that. The problem is, is we've got, People nowadays that have forgotten how to be properly offended, stand up for their own beliefs, and they want to dox people. They want to out them and try and get them fired from work. They want to go after their families. Yeah. So I'll stand up for my own convictions, but I'll tell you right now, if you go after my kid, 
you're just going to end up in a hole somewhere and that'll be that just is what it is. <laughs> yeah. No one will ever, ever find you. I, and I, I don't know about where you live. Uh, Texas uh, is probably very similar, uh, but I live out in the middle of nowhere, Colorado. And like, if you go 10 minutes this way, it's all just thousands and thousands of acres of BLM land that isn't maintained. No one goes out there. Like no one will find you, you know, <laughs> Don't mess. You don't want to mess with this. Come on. Like, but but people nowadays they 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 grow up in an urban environment in this new internet. You know, got to have it now, now, now. And they want repercussions, and they don't want to debate. They don't want to have discussions. But they just want to attack. Right. And uh, I I don't mind taking the heat myself. I've done it seven times on TikTok already. Yeah. <laughs> but when people start talking about families, I draw the line on that. Sure. Yeah. It it, it is really sad too. Like. Uh, if I disagree with someone, I'm just like, especially on TikTok, I just scroll, I just scroll on, or I say I'm not interested, you know. Uh, if they're real jerks, you know, and they have like pronouns in their bios, I'll block them, you know, just I don't want to see your shit anymore, man. But I'm not trying to dox people and ruin their yeah. livelihood. That's, that's just ridiculous. How, uh, let me ask you this though. So you've rebuilt seven times, <laughs> man, you and Chuck, I don't know who, who's got more accounts, you or Chuck? Probably. Probably Chuck. See, Chuck Chuck attracts hate out of the gate, kind of like Andrew Tate. <laughs> <laughs> that rhymes. Yeah. Yeah. I had to go there with that. Uh, I tend to I tend to a draw. I'm I'm I would say I'm more moderate, although my detractors would say I'm not. Uh, I'm one of those people where they'll follow me up until I have to call them out on their bullshit. Mm-hmm. And once I call them out on their bullshit, then they attack me and take me out. Yeah. So Chuck's, Chuck's probably got more accounts gone than me, uh, but his accounts go quicker. Mine go pretty spontaneously and in, and in spectacular fashion. <laughs> How uh, on your first account, I, I think you blew up. I went back looking through like old stuff. And if I'm not mistaken, your first account blew up because you did a video where you said that you're teaching your son not to trust women or something like that. And people took that exactly. out of context and took exactly. just that one soundbite and went, it went viral. So it was a, it was a good video and, and nobody probably really had a problem to it until that one line. Yeah. And, and basically almost word for word, what I said is I teach my son to respect women, to treat them well, treat them uh, as human beings, uh, give them respect as a person, but don't ever, ever trust them. Uh-huh. You can respect somebody and you can treat them well. You don't have to trust them. But as soon as I said, don't trust women, that was it. That was what they all tripped on. That is what they all, they all started coming after me for, including your former guest, Mr. David Glazer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll talk, we'll talk about some of these beefs here in a minute. I got some notes, but, here, but, but yeah, as soon as I said that, and that, that video, that was my first viral video. It went to, in three days, it went to almost 497,000 in three days. And like he in the is. first day, yeah, yeah, it was huge. I'd never experienced that before. Uh, I've had three videos like that. That was the first one, but that was my first account. And uh, I think I went to 16,000 on that account before that account got taken down. Okay. Yeah, I I honestly never to this day have had a, a video reach that many views. I've had stitches and duets of my videos uh, cause like when I, when I first got banned in June last year, 
I went back to try to find some of my old stuff so that I could, you know, start rebuilding again. And there was a lady who had duetted one of my videos and had a million views on it. I was like, a million views. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Man, that's bullshit. Like the original didn't even have that many. And, but uh, yes, yeah, to this day, I think like the most I've ever gotten is like 60. And that's usually when TikTok says, whoa, 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 buddy, we don't want you getting out there. They, they throttled down in the last six months. If you start getting towards 50, 60,000 and you're not a blue check mark, they cut you down. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty spectacular. Well, uh, or you're not one of the favored few, right? Cause one of the other people we'll talk about here, uh, that you, I think this beef caused you to leave TikTok, but, um, Spunky Millennial doesn't have a blue check mark, but she, she has, she, she's, started her TikTok in like February and she already has like a, a half a million followers. She might even have a million by now. And mm -hmm. each one of her videos gets like, you know, a million views, but it's like, she's one of the favorite few, you know? Well, at, at the risk of getting, uh, getting castrated here by viewers, uh, the reason that she gets a million views is because she's pretty, she's young. She is advocating for things that blue pill men want to hear. Mm -hmm. because they have they have no one they feel that's that's standing up for them and they feel that she is yeah uh, I, would, I would say her messages a lot of her messages are great uh but i have problems with her that i can talk to you about later if you like but uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, we'll we'll, we'll talk to we'll, we'll talk to we'll talk about her uh and and some of these other chicks uh even some of them i have a problem with too so um for the people out there not familiar with your content, uh, I would describe you as uh, a MGTOW guy, but not one who's like given up on women completely, but one who's against marriage and our current family court system. Is that accurate? That's that's entirely accurate. I believe in relationships. I absolutely do. Two healthy individuals, male or female, doesn't matter. If, if they are healthy and they want to get into a relationship that's perfectly fine. I advocate against marriage entirely. And not because I think the institution of marriage in its old form was bad, but because there is nothing but risk in marriage for men nowadays. And this is simply because of facts and statistics. You can go look up yourself on the internet. I mean, census.gov, 60% of all first marriages end in divorce. 67% of all second marriages end up in divorce. 78% of all third marriages end up in divorce. 80% of those first marriages that end up in divorce are filed for by women. There is nothing positive in marriage anymore for men, and it's nothing but risk. Now, relationships, I absolutely believe in them. Two healthy adult human beings that want to engage in a relationship, all for it. But this is the way I need to see it happen. Man and woman or woman and woman or mad man, however you want to do it. A says, I need A, B, and C to be in a relationship with you. The woman will say, I can do that. The woman will tell the man, I need A, B, and C to be in a relationship with you. And the man's going to say, I can do that. Then they can come together and be in a loving, healthy relationship. Now, people change over time. Situations change over time. Nothing lasts forever anymore. When one or the other, it doesn't matter who, steps back and says, I don't want to give you B anymore. Well, then the other person has the right to say, you know what? I appreciate you talking to me and, and explaining your feelings. I understand you feel that way, but I can't be in a relationship if I don't have B. That's part of the, the requirements I have to be in a relationship with somebody. So they need to be able to separate back into the two individual people they were before 
mm-hmm. and go about their lives without one person having to support the other person indefinitely because the state doesn't want to be monetarily bound to support someone because of whatever reason. Yeah. And that's the problem I have is people can't just separate and go on about their lives because one person always believes, well, I gave up for you. You owe me. And then it just goes downhill from there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually, uh, I agree a hundred percent. Like I'll never get married again. There's zero benefit in it. Uh, I, I am one of those guys though, that I like, uh, I like having monogamous, you know, long-term relationships. Mm -hmm. Like if they're good, if there's a good woman, that's giving value to me. Um, right now I'm, I I'm really lucky because uh nurse chick who I talk about a lot, uh, we've been dating for like a year and a half. She, she's the same way. She doesn't want to get married ever again. She likes having our arrangement the way it is. And the, the best thing about her is that she's one of the very few women that had to pay her husband alimony. So she gets it. Like she understands, uh, most women don't fucking get it. Yeah. And and what I love about that, Paul, is the fact that women complain. It's not all men. All men don't have to. Yeah, we understand that there are women that pay child support. They exist. They are the minority. They are the few that prove the rule. Yeah. There has to to be somebody that proves the rule. Mm -hmm. That's the women that prove the rule that most men pay alimony. Most men pay child support. And it's all because of a monetized system. It has nothing to do with the best interests of the children. And we can go into a long discussion about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have some notes about that as well. Um, so I know you, you, we talked about this back, uh, like on the first time you were on Mantastic Four, but how did you get into this space? Totally by fucking accident. <laughs> that, that's how we all end up here. We, we don't Seriously. choose to be here. Yeah. Okay. This, I came to TikTok. Literally, I, I was working at a job, a lot of young people. I didn't know what TikTok was. I had a cell phone. It was a smartphone, big whoop. I'm, I'm an old, I'm 50 plus years old now. Email, I remember when email was not a thing. So um, there were some people talking about TikTok at the job and they showed me a couple of videos. I was like, oh, that's cool. I literally saw this one farm video that I like, a, a farm video of all things. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, this is cool. I got to check this out. So I downloaded TikTok. I got on there. I did mostly conservative two-way, one-A type content uh, and uh, was more on the conservative side of TikTok. I was not doing anything, excuse me, male rights related at all. I did one video on Cuba that blew up. And then the next, like two weeks later, I did the video we talked about, about my son, where I told him, you can respect women. You can, uh, you know, treat them well, treat them equally, but don't ever trust them. Mm-hmm. That video blew up. And that's what kind of pushed me. It didn't really push me. But what I found was men resonated with that video. And I started having men DM me and mm-hmm. they got in, they sent me messages and um, one guy, and I still can tell you who it is to this day. Uh, I have contact with him. He's a, a young single dad, uh, very he was in a very bad headspace, very bad headspace. And he said, man, I had no idea it wasn't just me. Mm-hmm. He thought he was all alone in this world, dealing with the shit in his head that all men deal with. And you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. And he did not know 
other men go through this. He did not know this is the norm for men today. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so we got that we chatted and that is when my content took a 180. I, 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 I backed up off the two way stuff, uh, which I still believe in obviously. Sure. Uh, But that's when I started doing men's content. And that's what I, I just fell into it. If that video had not blown up with my son, I probably would not have gone into the space. Yeah. I would not, would not have had men message me, would not have known that there was a need for it. And I found the more I did the content, the more the men resonated. So this is, everyone finds a niche where they, they, they're well adjusted or can speak to. This was the area that I fell into because it's my niche. Gotcha. Yeah. It's funny. I never, I never really even thought about it until I interviewed uh, a guy in the red pill space named uh, Paul Benjamin. And he, he's, 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 you know, he knows Rich Cooper. He knows uh, Rolo Tomasi and stuff like, in fact, me interviewing him sort of got my foot in the door to, to interview those guys. And off air, he was telling me that uh, like Rolo Tomasi, one of the reasons why he wrote rational mail and does what he does is because men are in that headspace and, and they will kill themselves. You know, like, let's just get real here. They will commit suicide because they don't need to buttercoat it. Right. So he, uh, so that's one of the reasons why Rolo does what he does is because red pill and men's rights type content saves lives. Men need to know that they have, uh, they're not alone. Yeah, (laughs) really. You know, we, a lot of us have gone through what they've gone through for sure. Um, you recently said you were done with TikTok. We talked about this a little bit. Um, and so that was after getting fed up with some of the women's MRA MRAs out there. Uh, what was, what was that all about? Like that was, it was a spunky millennial. That was like the last straw, right? Spunky millennial was spunky millennial. And to a lesser degree, the Davikic, she was kind of a minor thing in that she was laughing in the comments. Um, yeah. But uh, spunky millennial was the final straw. I've seen, many when i first fell into men, into the men's content um and i looked around at the different creators uh there were different levels of creators there were those that tried to appease women and appeal to women which never works that's just stupid men yeah. you're you're men you're not a woman women can't change men men can't change women women have to change women and men have to mentor men that's how it works Mm-hmm. Um, and I had, it took a hard lesson to learn that with the manicured mom with me. Um, but I, there were other ends of it where there were some men create male creators. Um, and he probably won't me, he probably won't mind me mentioning his name. Hammer was on the very other far end of it. It was like, women don't belong here. This is a men's space. This is our, this is our locker room to talk about our problems and for us to discuss amongst ourselves. Which one's hammer. I don't know if I know. Hammer, um, he, he's, He's been taken down quite a few times. He's well known in on the oh, YouTube side of Red He's Pill. got a big, big gray beard. He's older guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he he he's he interviews with the likes of Better Bachelor, Joker, um, Sandman. He's friends with Sandman. Does interviews with Sandman and uh, TFM and people like that. Um, but at that point, I thought, well, Ham- I wasn't really understanding the entire space. I was new to it. Yeah. Uh, I thought hammer was on one extreme and I was kind of in the middle and the other guys were like, even I would say you guys are too fluff. Get out of here. But it, 
you know, him and Red Pill Elite and a few others called out somebody, and I didn't want to believe it at the time because I still believed that women could be beneficial and advocate for men. Yeah. And um, I don't believe that now. Yeah. I believe that they can have a good message. I believe that if they truly want to help men, they'll talk to women. That's kind but of where women, I'm at. Yeah. Women do not need to try to mentor men. Men, if you are looking to a woman to mentor you, you are, you are still in need of help because a woman cannot make a man a man. Mm-hmm. You need, yeah, you need and, to help around masculinity. I've, what I've found too with women is, um, and I've, and I've interviewed some of these, some of these women in, in, to be transparent, one of the reasons why I like having them on is because I bring their audience with them and they are able to build up such a big audience because they're cute usually. That's mm-hmm. why guys are like, oh, a cute chick that gets me. Oh, let's protect her at all costs. So it's good to bring their audience in here so I can be like, guys, mm-mm. right? <laughs> but, but I can well, do it in a in sort of a diplomatic fashion, you know, but, but yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like they, women should be teaching women how to have good relationships with men, you know, but they have no business telling guys what's going on. They, they yeah. are, they take guys um, feelings into consideration that tell guys what they want to hear, not what they need to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's and usually just a bad idea. Yeah. And that, that's, that's part of the problem in that they, they tell men, they tell the men that don't have good masculine leadership or role models, what they want to hear. So they make them feel better about the position they're in because the men know they're in a shit position mm-hmm. and they want to be told it's going to be okay. And that's what these female MRAs do. Yep. And I'm sitting here telling you, no, it's, you're not going to be okay. If you listen to them and you think that the problem, all they, all they want to do is make marriage. Okay. Again, they want relationships to resume. They want men to go back to marrying. Yeah. It it benefits women. Right. And, um, some of the mess and I ain't gonna lie. Some of the messages Tammy puts out are good. Some of the messages that Sarah puts out are good. Some of the messages that the Davocate puts out are good. I will not deny that, but mm-hmm. that does not mean they are mentoring men. They're just putting out a good message. Right. Mentoring men needs to come from men because at the end of the day, yeah, these women are not men. They don't truly understand what's going on up here. They know the statistics. They know the results. Yeah. But they they don't really have an idea of what the hell they're talking about. One, one good thing I will say about, uh, about, well, I'll say this about Tammy and, uh, Sarah, cause they, they've both been on the podcast. Uh, Tammy's read some of these men's books, right? Like she's read unplugged alpha. She's had her son read it. She's read, uh, obviously goat's book, Dilly gaff. So she understands that stuff, at least from the book standpoint. Um, and then, Sarah, similar situation. She, she, her situation is, is kind of an interesting thing. Like if you go back and, and listen to my interview with her, one of the things that she started off doing was she was trying to speak to women, trying to, you know, basically like dad, dad advocate tries to do where they try to speak to women so that women um, understand men better. 
But the problem is that women don't want to understand men. For the most part, most women don't give a shit about us. They don't give a shit about our struggles. And so when these women are trying to explain to these women, like, okay, this is how men are. This is how you should be around them and be better. Like they just get a shitload of hate from women because no one hates on women more than women do. And yeah. so, so Sarah was ex really experiencing that being called a pick me and all that stuff. And so she's like, she basically is getting bullied away from that niche. And she's like, okay, well, fine. If, if women won't listen to me, then I'll talk to men. And I'm like, Hmm. <laughs> so, so really uh, her thing, my problem with, with Sarah and I, and you know, so far I like her, but, but my problem with her is that it's a, it's a marketing thing. It's a brand now. And she's so She's trying to make it a business and it's really not genuine at this point. So to, to, and, and I have, I don't know if I have proof of this. I don't have proof of this anymore because the accounts were taken down, but for Tammy, this was also a marketing thing. She has a marketing background. She gave me tips oh, on yeah. how to build a brand. She's absolutely building a brand to build a business. Yep. Now I'm still, I'm not mad at that. Do it, make your money. Yeah. However you need to do it, make your money. But I will tell if you're if you're watching this, Sarah, the reason I did my video on you was because you did the same thing that Tammy did. You attacked the man, not the message. When you attacked Andrew Tate, Sarah, you didn't do so because of something he said. You didn't do so because of his content or a specific issue or a specific message. Had you done that, I'd have probably had your back if it was legit. What you did do without attacking any of his content was attack the man individually. You shamed him publicly. You ridiculed him. You talked about him being misogynistic. And then you made references to his sexual diseases, which you did not even delineate. So if he has sexual diseases, you said he did. Please tell me what they are. All of that are feminist tactics. Mm -hmm. That is not how you attack a message. And that is why I came out against you. And that is why I believe you're not truly here for the men, because if you were truly here for the men, you would not have tried to publicly shame Andrew Tate. You would have attacked his message, not the man. That's the same reason that I, that I spoke out against Tammy back into the January. Yeah. She, 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 she attacked, attack. I can't remember. She attacked six people on comments on one of her video. I did not even address three or four of them. I only addressed the three or four men that did not deserve her wrath. Mm -hmm. The four, the three or four that le made legit comments that deserved what she did, I had no problem with. But when you start attacking men that don't deserve it because they have an opinion and they have their own stand on something and you want to start calling them misogynist because they don't believe the way you do, I'm sorry. At that point, you've lost me and you mm -hmm. lose a lot of men. Yeah. Yeah, my, uh, I, I, like I said, I like I like Tammy. My only problem with Tammy is that uh, one, she gets in, she gets herself into these internet beefs <laughs> for for no reason, and it's not like it wasn't just you. Like she was beefing with you pretty hard. She was beefing with uh, Brian Carlson. I think that's guy. That's let, me, let me tell you a little something about that. Yeah, and me, not just me. A couple of creators sent her private messages and told her, "Let it go. It's he's got court dates." Men are going to sit there and be silent and let due process take its course. Once the courts make a decision, if he's found guilty, then we have the facts. Then we can say something. We're not going to judge the man prior to that coming out. Mm -hmm. 
She didn't want to do that. She wanted to, she wanted to go on the attack with all these female victims who she said got into her social media and she spoke to him privately on Facebook or something like that. And she started attacking Brian. Well, she got a little egg on her face when all three of those charges ended up getting dismissed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember when she, she like, she messaged me and she's like, Oh, I'm going after, I'm going after this guy. I was like, why though? <laughs> you know, and she's like, well, I've just got too many women messaging me about what he's done. I'm like that. You sh-? I was like, well, I'm staying out of it, Tammy, you know, and I did, I just left it, left it alone. It's none of my business. I'm not trying to like discredit people. Like who gives a shit? Like that's not what I'm about, you know? So yeah, that was, that was my only thing with her. And then also, um, Tammy's also an egalitarian and I am not an egalitarian at all. You know, like I, I look at like men and women are a hundred percent fundamentally different. And those differences are sort of meant to complement each other. You know, like we should celebrate that, not sit there and try to make everything equal. I think that's bullshit and that's just a losing battle. And that's, that's a problem I have with, with Tammy. Um, what, what's your take on Emily King? So I've, I've had this conversation with a few creators and a few people, and I like her messages. She, again, she puts out good messages um, and good, you know, not all of, I haven't seen all of her content, but the messages that I see, she's, you know, she put, puts out a good message, 100% spot on. I've never seen her take a stand on an issue. She does something that's different than the other ladies. She will do a specific message to a specific point. And that's it. Mm-hmm. She doesn't. She doesn't engage the. She doesn't engage in um, rebuttals or, or read response videos. She just does. This point slides in this message. The slide in is actually fucking cool as shit. I think. Um, and does her message, and she's done. Mm-hmm. Is she is she in it for the money? I don't know. Is she in it for any other reason? I don't know, and I don't care. Yeah, She puts out good messages. She doesn't try to have debates. She doesn't try to get into the fight. She simply makes points. Yeah. She simply puts it in front of your face. She's like, here it is right here, ladies. If your man's doing this, here's your point. If your man's doing this, here's your point. If your man's doing this, you're being stupid. I mean, she does specific examples, puts it out there. It's like a shotgun blast to the face. Mm-hmm. And then she's done. Yeah. She doesn't engage beyond that. And I think that's a good way for her to do it. I think that's a good way for maybe not all of the uh, female creators to do it, but it it provokes less blowback. It provokes less controversy. No one's going out there trying to cancel Emily King. Right. Yeah. Yeah. My my thing about Emily is so Emily came on the podcast last year. This like this was when she was she had a, maybe half a mil followers at that point. And uh, the day after I interviewed her, like my, my account got banned. And so I like, I knowing she had such a huge following, I was like, Hey, my account got banned. Can you believe this? And she's like, Oh, that's terrible. This is I'm texting her. And I was like, well, I'm going to start a new account. Can you share this with your community and let them know like, Hey, this happened. She didn't do that. And then when her, her episode dropped, she didn't share it at all. She didn't share any of the clips, didn't even stitch them or duet them. And one might say, okay, well, maybe it's a brand thing. You know, like if you look at her stuff, Mm -hmm. like it's mostly just her sliding in, but she does duet people. She does stitch people. I've never seen it. If she's done it, I've not seen it. 
she's she's done it on other multiple people because I, I i'll see those and i'll go oh oh your okay. duet feature fucking works oh okay oh your stitch feature <laughs> fucking works so to me it's it's just like you know she's happy to um i've also seen like where people post clips where they've interviewed her too and she won't share any of their shit and i'm just like okay so you are happy to go on someone else's show and have them promote you and but you're not going to help you know share share your uh, their stuff with your community okay well i see how it is you're That's you are all about the brand and she is she uh she just posted a video recently where she she quit her job she was a uh she was a a, a physical therapist and she she said that she quit her job so she could uh, do social media full-time now so yeah well, she, she's probably making a fortune on it right now more than she was as a physical therapist she would have to be in order to quit being a, a physical yeah. therapist yeah is that ain't chump change for what she does no and, and good on her but you know but but yeah my my uh view of her is is tainted because i'm like okay well that makes that makes more sense to me now and yeah it, it just again it's one more nail in the coffin of yeah. why men do not trust women yeah yeah one thing because i one thing i will say about uh sarah spunky millennial though is um i had that conversation with her too i told her about emily and and everything and so one thing i will say about sarah is um one she does seem like she is interested in learning more about men so i said okay we'll read rational mail read this book and this book and so she's done that and so now she's making her content a little more of what guys need to hear at least she's trying to and then also she shared my shit. <laughs> she well, shared she shared the clips that, from that that's interview. Great that that's great that Spunky's putting in effort, yeah. but unfortunately she still straight up attacked a man out of her feelings. Yeah. And when she didn't like the man, she attacked the man. Yeah. But that's isn't that what she says that women shouldn't do? Right. Yes. Yeah. So she's not being congruent is what what the problem is. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and there's uh I don't really know her. Um, I think I, I I went back and forth on DMs with her once. Uh, Roma Army. I went back and <laughs> forth with her in DMs once because I was going to try to get her on my show, and she basically just blew me off. And I was like, okay, fine. But like she, I I've heard like she got a big following of men and then started in OnlyFans, you know, so that. So this is I've. I've it's funny that things in, in the content and how the creators talk to one another and things that go on. And then you get followers that send you information you didn't know. Um, so again, Roma army puts out a lot of messages. I agree with does some messages. I'm like, that's a little over the top or a little cringy, but um, yeah. So apparently same thing. I heard the same thing. She's got a following of men. She has a, I heard it was a Patreon account to OnlyFans. Where she does spicy content again not my problem mm -hmm. if that's what she wants to do to support her and her child let her if there's men that are going to be simps that pay for that to support her so she can have that lifestyle good on her that's her business that's those men's business my content always has been and always will be even if i veer off course now and again i have to correct is to educate young men and for those men, those blue pill simps that have started swallowing the red pill and seeing women and relationships for what they are and the danger in marriage and are starting to wake up back to masculine. I don't see things in alpha. I try not to see them in alpha simp. I see them in masculine and feminine. 
That's where I like to be with things. And when they start getting out of this malaise that they're in, because they've been socially programmed from birth at this point, men and women have been socially programmed to believe a certain way. And it's all about money. So you can get married, get divorced, pay the child support, get married again, get divorced again. It is a hundred billion dollar a year industry, 50 billion for marriage and 50 billion for divorce in the United States. There's more money that flows through the family court system than every other criminal court combined. Mm. Mm -hmm. All of them combined. More money in the child custody and family courts than every other court. That tells you that it's monetized. Mm -hmm. But my content is to educate young men. And I try to speak to young men. Sometimes I have females that come into my content and they're good females. There are good females out there. I've never denied it. And uh, most of the good females, honestly, are married in good, loving relationships and have what they want and know what they're doing to keep what they want. Um, but I'm not here to try to convince a white knight to who's dead set on protecting somebody that's bashing men. I'm not going to convince that guy to change. Yeah. He's not he's not my target audience. He's not who I'm trying to educate because he doesn't want to hear it yet. He's not going to want to hear it until he's been run through the divorce court two, three more times lost his kids and is paying 30 to 60% of his income and child support now can afford a cardboard box to live in. Then he might start listening. Sure. I can't help him. I'm not here to change women. My content, if a woman get tunes into it and likes the message, listen, but I'm not here for women because I cannot change a woman's mind. Mm-hmm. That is up to women to do. Yeah. I am strictly here for our young boys, our young men who have not had father role models or father figures or masculine men in their lives who've been raised by single moms who give them the treat them like this, the Disney princess story and all these things that are just going to get them walked over your content. They are desperate need of your content. Those are my target audiences. Everybody else is auxiliary. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Speaking of, uh, of white knights, um, you had a problem with Dave Glazier too. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) who was on my podcast last year. And so I I did his podcast and I remember this. uh, I also jogged my memory too, going back through like old interviews and stuff that like us talking and stuff. But um, he had me on and he asked me my take on MGTOW guys. And I didn't realize it at the time, but he was talking about your video, the one that blew up. And he was like, what do you think about guys saying, Oh, don't trust women, you know? And I was just like, mm. you know, I gave him my, my opinion on it. And, and then like, since then, like I've, uh, Dave and I, we, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call Dave a friend. I w- would be very surprised if he even tunes into any of my shit. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he, he's a very blue pill guy. You know, his content is very, very blue pill. Um, did you, I mean, did you go back and forth with him too on this or no? So literally um, Desert Sailor 1.0, that was a 1.0 account. And that video blew up in three days. David did a video on me. I prepped a response video to him. It was in drafts and I wanted to tweak it a little more. And I was, because uh, at that point, I was relatively new in TikTok. I had been in TikTok three months. Mm-hmm. I was still new. I was still learning CapCut. I was still learning how all these things work and was not very, my, my, 
it's amazing the things you learn in, in editing and how much effort that really goes into putting out a good, a good video TikTok. Oh yeah. Uh, or otherwise. And so I was running ideas uh, off uh, another creator who taught me a lot about uh, creation and CapCut and the mechanics of it. Um, and before I could put that video out, my account got banned. Ah. <laughs> Literally like a day before, because I, I, I went to bed that night. The video, the video had been out three or four days. David did a video on it fairly quickly, along with two or three other people. And... I did the, I prepped it, had a draft video sitting there, had to tweak a few things, went to bed, woke up, the account was gone. Mm. Got it. So you never, you never really actually got a chance to, to duke it out okay. with him. No. <laughs> and, honest, and honestly, um, at this point, if he were to do something of mine, right, I, I probably wouldn't even address him now. He is a blue pill guy. Nothing wrong with that. Those are the lenses he sees life through. If it works for him, it works for him. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is, you know, actions have consequences and he has a 60% chance in his first marriage of reaping those consequences. Yeah. I think, I think he's divorced. I think he's, <laughs> if I, if I, if I remember right, he's, he's divorced and he just recently had like, like, uh, you know, a long-term relationship that ended, I think it was like last year. That's why he started the podcast. And He's now like he he at last year he was a fitness um guy uh basically a physical trainer or something like that or fitness mm-hmm. fucking coach or something and now like this year I noticed that he's he's uh, a dating coach and you know he's doing date coaching and stuff like that I was like really oh really okay okay well I mean I, you know I. <laughs> But all this content is about how like his dating life sucks. So I'm like, dude, what? So how, your, content, how do you... your content is about how your dating life sucks. Why am I going to take your advice? Right, right. If you're talking about how awesome your dating life is and how you know whatever, like, okay, I'm listening. Like, what? What See, am I doing wrong here? Yeah. This is the thing. Well, look at some of the creators, fresh and fit. They're not trying to get married. They're telling you how to pick up women, and they're yeah. very good. At it. They tell you what to look for and what to. They're telling you what to expect and what you're what you're going to encounter out there. Your videos, you're not telling men how to pick up women. You're giving them advice on how it works. What are the what are the things that are going on? This is don't act like this because women are not going to like this. Is it still dating advice? Yeah, kind of, sort of. Mm-hmm. But you're not out there telling them if you do this, you'll get laid. That's not exactly what you're doing. You're not a you're not a dating coach. You mm-hmm. you're simply giving men advice on how to be masculine. Um, uh, but you get men out, there's like a million dating coaches out there, uh, that want to sit there and, and tell you, buy them roses, listen to them, make sure you give them a good morning to telling you all these things to do to get, and you're yeah, like, I'll never say that. <laughs> and, but they don't have any kind of relationship themselves. You, you've been in a relationship for a year and a half and it's a good, healthy one. You oh, can yeah. point to me and look at me. It works. Yeah. David, you know, I'm talking about how bad my relationships are. Maybe I'm not going to want to take that advice. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I, I'm offering now too, just to throw a plug in there, but my, my I have a Patreon and one of the, the benefits of being a part of the Patreon is I actually talk about my dating and, and relationship, you know, with Nurse Chick 
and with pictures. Okay. Like I'm like, okay, we, we this is what we did this weekend. This is what went well. This is what d- didn't work well. Like she responded very well to this. You know, it's like I, I'm giving you a play by play of like what I'm actually doing. Right. Al- almost like receipts, as some of these guys like to oh, God. clamor over, but <laughs> gotta see the receipts. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um I'm never, I'll be, I'm going to say this right now to all the men out there. I am never going to give you dating advice, guys. The closest I come to that is the five point coffee date. And that is simply so you can rule them out and not waste any more of your time. What are you? Yeah. uh, You've done videos on this. What are the, what are the five points for your coffee date? Okay. So first date, and it doesn't have to be a coffee date. It can be drinks, you know, whatever you're comfortable with, just not dinner, not appetizers, just go out for some drinks. You need to, you need to, this is your, this is your 30 minutes, an hour tops. You need to figure out five things. This is the five points. Doesn't have to be in this order, but you have to figure out her views on these five points. And you have to know what your views are clearly on yourself before you even go to the state. The first one is politics. You have to know where she politically aligns and where you politically align because a conservative and a liberal, they may have they may be able to get along for a year or two, but there's going to be a slow building resentment between the two because they do not see the same on subjects that most people hold very dear. Mm-hmm. So a liberal and a conservative over the long term, you're wasting your time because it'll fracture the relationship, causing resentment. You'll break up and you'll have wasted months or years on something you should have known from the very beginning wasn't going to be you know, copacetic. So the first thing you need to rule out is politics. Know where you stand know where she stands. If it doesn't align, move on. Doesn't mean you have to dislike her. Doesn't mean you don't have to be friends with her. Just means you ain't going to get into a relationship and spend your money. And the one resource you never get back, gentlemen, time on something you know not going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Second, financial. This comes down to a very simple point, guys, spenders and savers. It's that simple. If you're a spender and you know if you're a spender or a saver, you know which one you are. If you're a spender and she's a saver, it's not going to work. Same reason. There'll be low level hatred between the two of you. If you're a spender, you're going to resent her because she's saving and she's not letting you buy that new shiny Xbox. She's going to resent you because you're trying to go out and spend everything and not saving for retirement. It's not going to work. You will have arguments about money all the time. Mm -hmm. Don't waste your time. Third one, social activities. This is where your hobbies and interests come together. I'm not saying don't have time with the guys. I'm not saying uh, don't have different interests. What I am saying is you need to spend more time together than you do apart. If I like to go to the gym and Sarah likes to go to the book club and I see Joyce at the gym doing the rock climbing wall, I'm going to start conversing with Joyce and you're going to see Bob at the book club and you're going to start talking to him you're going to start drifting apart from one another because you're not building your relationship. You're spending your time and energy on other individuals, which leads to um, infidelity. So don't even, don't even fuck around with it guys. If you're not spending more time together than you are apart, that's an issue. You need to have at least 60 to 80% of your time together. 20 to 30% of your time should be doing whatever you got to do. In my opinion. Mm -hmm. Fourth one. Uh oh. Hang on. (laughs) 
I got a, I got a little thing that popped up about software updates. Sorry about that. That's okay. Uh, fourth one is going to be the one everyone expected to be number one, but is actually number four in my list, physical intimacy. Mm. Let's face it, guys. If she likes certain activities and you don't necessarily like doing the mustache rides, suck it up, boys. You're going to please this woman. If she doesn't like giving the lollipops, she's going to have to suck it up. You got to please one another. Mm-hmm. If you're not busy pleasing one another, and I'm not saying don't have some hardline boundaries, but I'm not kink shaming it, kink shaming anyone either because I got my own kinks. But you need to be willing to, barring something that's unethical, immoral, or something, you need to be willing to please your partner. This mm-hmm. is not just sex. This is patting her on the ass as she is folding the laundry or her giving you, you know, a belly scrunch while you were cooking dinner. It, just physical touch. Mm-hmm. People live for this. This means more than just hammering it away, guys. You know this. You should know this if you have any kind of age behind you. So physical intimacy is important. You need to be willing to be intimate to your partner. If you're in a conversation, you're talking about things and she says, well, I don't like, you know, PDA and you're big into PDA. Well, you know, that's not going to be a good fit because you're not, you know, she's already telling you she's not going to fulfill your physical needs. Why are you going to waste time on her? I go, so I get to, and I'm so good at my first dates that I'll get to the point where actually it's like, look, we need to discuss these five points. I'm open about it. It's like, we have to talk about these five things to figure out if we even go to a second date. Cause I need to know whether I'm wasting my time or not. Mm-hmm. And they actually, women that I've done that with are more uh, open to discussing it. Cause they're like, you know what? You're right. Cause we ain't getting any younger. So this is how, what I believe, this is what I believe. 90% of the time we don't see eye to eye cause there's something that just doesn't click, but that 10% of the time that does, yeah, you know, I ain't going to kink shame. <laughs> and then the last one is um, religious spirituality. Hmm. This one is the one I believe you can be a little, you can have some leeway with, you can be, um, I can't remember the word, but you can be a understanding of someone else's religious beliefs without having to practice them. Now, you know, Christian and uh, Protestant or Protestant Lutheran or even Muslim and Christian, they, they can all get along. You're not going to get somebody to get along with a devil worshiper or a Satanist. That's probably not going to work. But probably most yeah. most of them can get along to the point where that's not a huge issue, but you still have to be cognizant of it because I've had a relationship where <clears throat> the woman was devout to the point where it was church three times a week devout. Mm-hmm. And that would work out for me. Point. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not going three times a week. And mm-hmm. that became an issue. So those Got are it. the five uh, political, financial, social activities, physical intimacy, and spirituality. Got it. Once you, once you get those out of the way, if you make it past those five, then you can have a second day. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm glad that you brought up that it's it's worked out well for you on, on first dates. Cause like typically I would, I would have, Void heavy topics on a first date, but I, I also see where you're coming from. You're like, I don't want to waste my time. Like, in the <laughs> like, where do you fall on these five things? Okay, let's continue. That, well, that's, that, I can see how that quite, might make sense, but I would not I, quite that blunt. Yeah. I usually go about 20 minutes in, and okay. then when we get towards it, then I'm like, look, hey, you know, I have found that you know these five points are really kind of important for relationships because we're. That's the key with women. They like to hear the word relationship. Mm -hmm. They all want to be in a relationship. 
I don't care how single and independent they are. They all want to be in a relationship mm-hmm. in their heart. Yeah. So when you tell a woman, hey, I found that these are key points in a relationship that often have problems. What are your thoughts on these? Where, and I don't even tell them what mine are. I just like, well, what are your thoughts on these? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about, you know, physical intimacy or how do you feel about, you know, what's are you, a, you know, do you spend a lot of money or are you saving for retirement? I just I fit them into the flow of the conversation yeah. to where they don't even know they're answering a question. That's probably the smartest way of doing it. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, because some guys will some guys will fuck up a first date, though, like by bringing up heavy, heavy topics. So it's most most dating coaches and stuff will recommend like staying away from stuff like politics and religion. But uh, but yeah, man, like it, it a lot of those things are important to, to know. You're right, Paul. You're absolutely right. If you want to have a second, third, fourth, fifth date and you want to spend 120, 150 bucks on a meal each date <laughs> and not fuck it up with politics or religion, you absolutely should not talk about those things for six dates and spend $900 over six <laughs> dates. And you do that. I personally am not wasting $900 on a woman yeah. that is not feeding me, fucking me, or uh, financing me. So yeah, uh, I'm just going to be the opposite on that one. <laughs> well, I'm not talking about spend 900 bucks either, but um, <laughs> you make a very good point. Yeah. You don't want to invest a, a whole lot on, on these chicks um, until you know that they're going to be a good long-term fit for sure. Um, We got a little bit of time. Do you have, are you good on time? Yeah, I'm, I'm plenty. I'm done. I'm done for the day. Okay, cool. I've got, uh, one last thing to talk about. So you and I have both read retired goats book, Dilly Gaff. Um, mm-hmm. what, what, what's the full title of that? I don't have a handy. It's Dilly Gaff. The truth about, hang on one second. I'll be right about Marriage back. in the United States or something, right? Okay. Yeah. You're going to go get that. <laughs> Texas is running out of the room real quick. Uh, I'll keep vamping here while he's doing that. But uh, yeah, so our friend, uh, retired goat, who I need to get on the podcast, he wrote a really good book called called Dilly Gaff. Oh, here it is. So this right here. Dilly Gaff, The Truth About Marriage in the USA. Yes. And it's by a retired goat right there, that man right there. You'll find him on TikTok. Um, and this is actually his third edition. Okay. So he, uh, he did the first edition. I read it a chapter a week on Saturday nights and we got through the first chapter and what he did was he let me read it. And then we had, I had a discussion after the chapter reading Yeah. and women, men, teen, well, not teenagers, but like 19, 20 year olds, young men, older people, divorced widowers, they all got in there and they had their own comments and their own views. Like, well, you didn't address this or you didn't think about this. He had one female creator um, make a, an appearance in there. And he actually inter- interviewed with her a little bit and talked with her and put her into the second edition. Mm-hmm. And so he took the, the raw first edition, took the changes and the input from people and the audience to the second edition mm-hmm. to, to address things that hadn't been addressed. Like the alpha widow was not a chapter before that. Uh-huh. Uh, we added probably four chapters after by the third edition, we added four more chapters uh, and the coffee date thing that I just explained too. Okay. And it's an evolving process. So oh, shit. <laughs> we lost your video again. That's okay. People are 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 pretty uh okay. you pretty understanding here. Yeah. Um so I thought I turned off notifications. Um 
but it's it's a work in progress where he's he's not trying to be right. Goat is trying to get it right. Mm. His, his goal is the same as mine. Educate these young men to the world they're fixing to go out into because nobody else is. Yeah. The education they're getting at home is the the Disney princess programming on how to be, you know, the white knight or the blue pill that just follows that one path. Men have one path in life. Get an education or a degree, get a certification, go to work, provide, procreate, and die. That is our pathway in life. Mm-hmm. He's trying to break that consonancy in your head uh, and show you that you can do other things, have a purpose, be fruitful to society, do something for your community, always be educating yourself. Things that good, strong, solid men, masculine men do. Yeah. And that's the purpose of the book. Yeah. Yeah. I love his book. It's a really good book, especially uh, if guys are even contemplating getting married. He has stats in there. He's got, you know, links and like he cites his sources and stuff. It's not just like, trust me, bro. It's he's got his uh, his he's done his research and The the receipts are in there. It will it will scare the shit out of you. You know, like some of the stuff that he talks about, about how um, basically states get kickbacks from the federal government for, you know, (laughs) for their, Um, uh, you know, can we talk about that a minute? Yeah. All right. So for you men out there that do not understand why there is a cycle of marriage and divorce, this is why there is a cycle of marriage and divorce. The federal government under title four D of the U S code, gives the state 66 cents on every dollar collected in child support. Free money. They give it to them free. So I will use the state of Texas as an example. I'm using round numbers. These are not exact numbers. Say Texas collects $100 million per year in child support. Under Title 4D, the federal government will give the state of Texas 66 million free dollars for collecting that $100 million in child support. Now, in Texas, that money is kept in an account. It is an interest-bearing account. All of the fees and filing motions and uh, uh, fines for child support go into that account. So if you get guys that get behind on their child support and they're paying fees and fines and interest, that money goes into that account also collecting interest. Now, that interest goes to the state. Those fees go to the state. Those fines go to the state. They get to keep that money. So that 100 million that they collected plus the 66 million that the federal government gives them is now 166. You add in 1% interest plus the fees and fines, you're adding another four or 5 million. You bring it up to 170, 175 million dollars. Well, they got to pay that 100 million out to the moms or some of the dads too, because there are women that pay child support. But that other 70 million goes to the state. It is a incentivized money-making system then. Now, in Texas, under family code 201.221A, B, C, and D, I believe it is, um, judges in family courts are not elected officials. I don't know if you're aware of that, Paul. In Mm. Texas, they are court-appointed presiding capacity judges. Their attorneys that are appointed as judges because they need them to do the ju- the judicial action of a judge. Interesting. In, in, in uh, where in my county they're they're actually elect- elected judges, but I didn't know that about Texas. 
in Texas, family court judges are not elected. They are appointed lawyers. Wow. Um, and their, their pay, their retirement funds, their vacation, their expenses, all of the money that support these family court judges comes out of that child support fund. Now, when you're a judge and you know that your pay and your retirement depends on keeping that fund full, who are you going to award custody to and who are you going to stick with child support? Think about it, man. It's not rocket science. The person that makes the most money is going to get the child support order. And the person that makes the least amount of money is going to get child custody, which in, invariably 85% of the time, men will be given child yeah. support two weekends a month and the women will be given the custody. Yeah. And, and some people will say, well, yeah, I mean, uh, the, the person that, that makes more money should, should pay child support. And it's like, yeah, but you, you're missing the point here as instead of it being uh, the default where it's like 50, 50 custody, where, where it's best for the child to have both parents involved in their lives. That's not what the court cares about. They care about the money. So they will award majority of custody to the person who's the lower that, that doesn't make as much money. They will order the person that makes the most money to pay so that the court gets the most benefit out of it Correct. Screw the, screw the children. And <laughs> that's yeah. where we're at. And, and it's almost the always the man that makes the most money. It's just, it's just how it is. Cause yeah. women date up. Yeah. Now that is changing a little bit. There's been four States recently that have gone to initial 50, 50 uh, standardized 50, 50 custody out of the gate. And you have to prove otherwise to change that. I think Tennessee and Georgia were two of them, but some states are slowly coming around to wait. Men are not bad. Yeah, men should men should have their children. There's, men need to be in their children's lives. Have you read the book Boy Crisis? No, I have not. Have you heard of it at all? I it did. I think I heard that on a Father in Crisis's uh, channel. Okay, yeah. So there's a book uh, by a guy named Doctor William Farrell called Boy Crisis, and he talks about that about how it's doing boys a, a huge disservice to award custody to moms. Cause now boys are basically being raised by single mom households all over the damn place. And boys are basically being raised as defective women uh, because of it. And the only thing I don't like about that book though, is his, uh, his solutions to the problems are all just more liberal shit that got us here in the first place. So, but otherwise like his stats are really good. In that book yeah. talks about stuff like that. So it's, uh, it, it's a mess, um, but it's changing very slowly. Yeah. I think, I think even women have to admit society is moving in a direction they don't want to see it move to. Um, I don't think it's going to, me personally, I don't think the course is going to get reversed without some kind of trauma. And when I say trauma, I mean, there's going to be a reset. And when I say a reset, I mean, there's going to be a worldwide conflict that forces men to be men again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but that's usually what happens, right? Like the 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 whole turning. the whole uh, weak times makes uh, strong men, and strong men make good times, and good times make weak men. Like, uh, yeah, we're at we're at the pendulum here. Mm -hmm. I think of coming back to that's needing right. strong men again. That's for damn sure. Well, Texas been great catching up, man. Uh, we need yeah. to do this again sometime. Now that you're not on TikTok anymore, where can people find you online? So after the whole little thing with uh, Spunky and my account got taken down again, um, I'm not going to rebuild on TikTok. It's too toxic. Mm -hmm. There, 
I, I, I saw you doing it and I, I liked the way you do it. I had not built up a YouTube or a Instagram at this point to be able to convert and just use TikTok for advertising mm -hmm. uh, and putting out little short burst messages. If I ever do go back to TikTok, it's going to be after I've built up YouTube and Instagram and I'll use it strictly for advertising. Um, I'm on, I am, I do have a YouTube channel. It's very small, uh, Texas desert sailor, Google it. You'll find my videos in my handsome face with the beard on it. And, uh, <laughs> I intend to start doing videos fairly soon. Goat and I retired goat and I have, uh, talked to each other. We are in process of trying to figure out how to do a podcast mm. similar to what you do, except it'll be the two of us talking about an issue and we'll bring in a third guest. Uh, so we can go back and forth on it. Yeah. More of a, more of an interview debate kind of style uh, podcast. Uh, yeah. So I like working. that. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't, man, I haven't seen goat in a while. Like, is he alive? He is alive. He is working on his masters. He has been knee deep in papers and uh, real life. Got to get this shit done. He's, he's being a man on his grind. He's got work. He's got, a teenage boy, he's got a teenage girl and he's got a master's degree program he's knocking out because he wants to have that. He wants to be able to, and in the, probably the fifth edition of this book right here, because in there he, ref, he, he always says, I'm not a PhD yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he wants to get those three letters behind his name so he can basically tell them all to stuff it. Dr. Goat. Yeah. Yeah. Goat's a good guy, guys. Uh, if you don't know who he is, um, look up his content on TikTok. I think it's like retired underscore goat too, or something like that. And, right. uh, cause his first account got banned like all of us and, uh, his stuff is, is it's, it's very educational, but it's also hilarious at the same time. So, all right, Texas, I'll give you your evening back, man. Thanks for joining me. Appreciate it. Uh, and we'll talk to you again later, Paul. Texas, thanks again for coming on the podcast. You're welcome back anytime. Uh, you know, I always like talking to you and I, I like, you know, having you in the group chat now, the the, the now defunct Mantastic Four group chat. But we also, for you guys that that uh, followed me from the Mantastic Four, uh, we still keep in touch. We, we have a group chat. We still chat it up. We just don't do, you know, weekly or bi-week. I can't remember how often we were doing it, but we don't have weekly episodes anymore. Just became too much for all of us. We're all trying to do our own thing. So, um, but, but Texas, since he, he was on the Mantastic Four, like so many times we added him to the group chat. So chat with him all the time. Uh, he's an interesting cat. You know, I don't always agree with, with everything my guests say, but that's okay. Like I, you know, it's good to talk to people that have different opinions sometimes, you know, and it's okay to agree to disagree. Like we're fucking adults, right? Anyway, Texas is a good dude. Give him a follow. He's uh, building up his Instagram now. So I'll put a link to his Instagram in the, uh, in the, the description. Other than that, guys, check out the Patreon. I can't say it enough. The lowest tier is only $5. Help support the show. Uh, the more you guys help support the show, the the more content I can create. I want to get to a point where this is my full time job, you know, um, and I can't do that without your support. This is this is like PBS, you know what I mean? So um, five dollars is is the the minimum contribution, and you know it really helps out. It helps out more than you know. You guys don't even realize. All right, uh, that's all I have for this week. Um, 
Make sure you guys like, fave, subscribe, and comment. Otherwise, we'll see you next week on Monday. This has been the Come On Man podcast. New full episodes served hot every Monday morning on your favorite podcast platform of choice. So subscribe now. Follow Paul on social media. The links are in the description. Now, go out and get it.